Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, grandmothers, caregivers, guardians, and all. We love you and we pray for you today and every day. And there's definitely a correlation between Mother's Day and listening, as in listen to your mother. You know, we're always torn, should we preach the day or should we preach the gospel? And we're always reminded by by Luther to preach the gospel. So today I will preach the gospel. You know, the fourth Sunday of Easter is, as announced, Good Shepherd Sunday. And Jesus knows, as any good shepherd knows, that the sheep respond to the shepherd's voice. In the gospel today, there are questions asked of Jesus that I would like to focus on, since he is the shepherd and we are the sheep. Just was it is it that the sheep hear? What do we hear? Questions we might ask, and do we hear what Jesus is saying? We might in fact hear something, but are we listening? Are we listening to him? Are we seeing what Jesus is doing? Are we in tune with Jesus? Can we hear him? How well do we hear let me tell you a story about hearing what is spoken. A man decided that his wife was getting hard of hearing. So he called her doctor to make an appointment to have her hearing checked. The doctor said he could see her in two weeks. But meanwhile, there was a simple informal test the husband could do to give the doctor some idea of the dimensions of the problem. Here's what you do, the doctor said. Stand about 40 feet away from her and speak in a normal conversational tone and see if she hears you. If not, go to 30 feet, then 20 feet, and so on until you get a response. That evening, his wife was in the kitchen cooking dinner, and he was in the living room, and he says to himself, well, I'm about 40 feet away. Let's see what happens. Honey, what's for supper? 
No response. So he moves to the other end of the room, about 30 feet away. Honey, what's for supper? No response. So he moves into the dining room about 20 feet away. Honey, what's for supper? Again, no response. On to the kitchen door, only 10 feet away. Honey, what's for supper? No response. So he walks right up to her behind her and says, Honey, what's for supper? She turns around and says, For the fifth time, chicken. Now, I know there's some people out there that didn't get that joke. That's okay. You don't have to say anything. I can just imagine someone bending over and saying to his wife, I, I don't get it. It happens. And isn't that the way it is sometimes in our lives? We are either deaf to what is really going on, failing to perceive reality, or we think it is the other person's problem. They are just not being clear when really it is our own problem. Sometimes even we have selective hearing. We hear only what we want to hear. Or we act as if we're listening, but really our attention is elsewhere. Guilty. You've had that feeling, haven't you? When someone is giving you eye attention, but you know they are not listening, not hearing you at all. It's frustrating. And I know I do it myself, so I hereby ask for blanket forgiveness from you and from the times I've done it to myself. Today's passage is partially about listening and hearing, following the voice of Jesus, paying attention to who he is, what he's doing, and what he's saying. In today's gospel, we're in the temple. It is the feast of the dedication of the temple, otherwise known as Hanukkah. And while Jesus is at the temple in Jerusalem, taking a stroll on Solomon's porch, there is a group following him, and this group decides to confront Jesus. Something has to be done, they think. We need a straight answer. He keeps dodging that one question. We never get a straight answer from him. Have you ever heard a straight answer? So they approach Jesus, and they ask him to tell them plainly if he is the Messiah. Come on, Jesus. Don't keep us in suspense. And I believe that Jesus is somewhat incredulous. He says, whatever do you mean? I can't believe you are asking me this question. In other words, he's saying for the fifth time, chicken. And in fact, I'm not going to say anything more because my works should speak for themselves. If you believed in me and connect what I say to what I do, the miracles, the healings, the feedings. If you were with me, then you would know because my sheep know me and I know them and I will die for them because I take care of them. I will save them. I will give them eternal life. But come on, Jesus, please, just check the box. Two options. Box one, you are the Messiah we've been waiting for, or box two, you're not. 
Here's the last answer I will give, he says. The Father and I are one. And now we see the true colors of those asking the questions of Jesus. Either because he says that he is one with the Father or because they are frustrated with him and what they hear. In the next verse in the Gospel, the crowd picks up stones to throw at him. They could have waited a few more minutes, been a little patient with the man because the next greatest miracle is about to occur. Raising Lazarus from the dead. The story of Lazarus in John comes right after this incident. My brothers and sisters, sometimes I wonder if we are hard of hearing and hard of seeing when it comes to Jesus. Are we listening to his voice in the gospel? Are we hearing what he says and doing what he tells us to do? Or do we try to keep our emotional, intellectual, and political distances? The faith, faith task is to hone in. Lean toward the source, the authentic divine voice. Listen intently and then to act out what you're hearing. But even when we might be deaf to Jesus' voice, even when we are sheep that stray for him, there is good news. There is salvation. He comes, he comes for the lost sheep. For the lost sheep of Israel, and brothers and sisters, after all, there is Great little detail in today's gospel. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, I know them. Did you hear it? Jesus says, I know them, I know them. This gospel is not only about knowing Jesus, it is about Jesus knowing us. And so I ask, what voice do we hear? What voice are we following? Do we hear the voice of generosity? I know that I do. I hear the voice of a congregation that gives unselfishly, that responds to the needs of the congregation and the community. And it's not only a financial response, but come to this church any day. Come here any day, and you will see the gifts of time and talent being given by many. I mentioned this week Gee, it really would be nice to get back to have a fellowship time after service and some refreshments. I just mentioned it one time. And today it is done. The voice was heard. What voice do we hear? What voices are we listening to? Do we hear the voice of justice and compassion? That it's good to treat others as you would like to be treated? Are we listening to make sure that the widows and orphans and strangers in the land are taken care of? That justice doesn't mean punishment, but for us, it should mean celebration and restoration. What voice do we hear? What are we listening to? Do we hear the sounds of creation and hope? Are we really listening to those sounds? 
If your heart moves toward that voice, then fear and suspicion cannot shape our world. What voice do you hear? Whose voice are we following? I hear many things around this church, but the one thing I hear that resonates clearly is that people feel welcome. People feel welcome in this church. God bless you all for doing that. They feel and hear a welcoming message. They hear words that they are longing to hear. They feel a closeness to this community of faith. Praise Jesus for that. They hear the voice of love. Even if you don't know the speaker, you hear the voice of love. Doesn't your gut tell you to move toward that voice? In this church, you hear the voice of love. I'm telling you the truth. I know this for sure. If we are listening to the voice of love, if we are listening to the voice of justice, compassion, creation, and hope, nothing in this world will be able to snatch you away. Nothing will be able to knock us down, tear you up, turn us around. It simply can't be done because nothing can separate you from the grace and love of God. Hear the voice. Listen to that voice because my brothers and sisters, God loves you and so do I. Amen.